0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very special Last of Us Part 2 spoiler cast brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt, and joining me today, we have a very special cast of characters. We have Ninja 23 Justin.
1: Yo, what's up, y'all?
0: From the Rusty Rupees Podcast, and we got Akuma Santi himself.
2: Yeah, I don't have anything cool to say.
0: Hey, you know... (laughs) One one of these times when I have you on the podcast, we'll have something cool to go in. You'll have something on your mind. But we decided to do this spoiler cast because The Last of Us Part Two has been a very divisive game. There's been a lot of controversy around the game. The game had a lot going against it as far as leaks and delays and people just reading some of the leaks and deciding that, hey this game's not for me some people feeling like the game's too violent too brutal some people feeling like it's just torture porn and there's enough going on in the world like you don't necessarily want to have to sit through and we didn't know how long this game was going to be but just in comparison to the last of us part one i spent about twice as many hours in my first playthrough about how many hours did it take you kuma Twenty two, twenty three, Justin. You were saying twenty five
1: for the Last of Us two. Yeah. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah.
0: Do you remember your Last of Us Part One playtime? I just remember it was like ten hours and some minutes. So I could just easily remember the Last of Us Part One took ten hours.
1: Oh no, nah, I actually, I don't remember. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have no idea. I I wanted to play the remastered version, but I never got around to replaying it
0: yeah i got a little bit into the remastered version to like show my fiance some of the stuff and to try and get her invested like especially around the time they were promoting last of us 2 so like the year they had the e3 barn scene and stuff like that i tried to dip back into remastered but i feel like the last of us part one is not a game that i feel like i played that game i remember that game very vividly even on seven years later from release and I just replaying it felt like tedious to me like I didn't feel like I was experiencing anything new I didn't feel like like I remember the game even a few years later like the ps4 last of us remastered wasn't that much later after the original last of us and so I was like, I just never felt the need to go back to that game, but I always have been excited for The Last of Us Part 2. Like, I I respect everything The Last of Us Part 1 did, and I think The Last of Us Part 2, in a lot of ways, is a better game, but overall, I don't think it's going to have the lasting impact that The Last of Us Part 1 had.
2: Yeah, they got get better gameplay, but one just got the better story.
0: Yeah. So, spoiler warning for everybody. We've been pretty much giving spoiler-free impressions. But, I mean, you clicked on the spoiler cast. We gave you a few minutes to lead in. Uh, From here on out, it's spoiler territory. We're going to ruin the entire game. We're going to spend time talking about the ending. Talking about the major twist in the game. So, if you haven't played the game, and I feel like this is a game you should play and experience and really... I feel like you can't judge this game, even if you know the entire story. I feel like you need to play through this entire game to give a fair judgment on the story. And I mean, I said that on the main podcast. Everybody who asks me, I'm like, I feel like you need to play it and experience it to feel like a lot of the merits that this game has going for it. Like, if you just look at the story, if you just look at the spoilers, if you just go out there and listen to spoiler casts, you're not going to get some of the feelings that like certain points in this game give you so last chance final warning get out now save yourself all right so the last of us part two i i'll talk about this ellie section the first ellie section first because and i think i'm just gonna try and go through the game kind of chronologically and like some of the big moments really like anything that stands out to you guys just chime in and let me know but so it starts off with Ellie and Joel in Jackson living normal lives like it's kind of the I feel like one thing this game did is give us all the post credit scenes that we needed out of the last of us one it gave us it answered a lot of the questions it dealt with a lot of the things of like okay well now that Joel has killed these people kidnapped Ellie what's the next move And you see it kind of at its logical conclusion. Like, if Abby hadn't killed Joel, I don't think this game... Like, this would have been closure. Like, just having a short little movie or something. Or, like, an animated short of just Ellie living in Jackson with all the new people. So, like, Jesse, Dina showing, like, Tommy and Maria all this time later. (laughs) And... Am I the only one who has... Tommy is my least favorite character in this game, except for maybe Mel?
1: Oh, Tommy is definitely my least favorite character. Like, I felt I felt like he kept pushing, pushing the envelope a little bit too much.
0: Like, Tommy was... I feel like he was fine, but I feel like nobody should have plot armor like that.
1: Facts. He survived everything. I thought the nigga yeah. died twice. Like, I'm like, huh? I oh. did too. I thought he died. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, is this, Even this when you this, is this Dragon
2: Ball Z? Like, who wish these niggas best? <laughs> like,
0: uh, after the first scene where you're leaving Jackson, after, like, so Abby kills Joel and, like, you go to the funeral and you're walking away talking to Dina about your plan to, like tommy's already gone to go find joel and like mm-hmm. you're gonna go after him and maria's like bring my husband back in one piece i was like oh bet he dead already like Facts. Yeah. It don't yeah. matter and somehow this man made it through everything so everything,
1: everything. like everything like, <laughs> like everything that took both ellie and dina two people to go through. Like, he went through by himself, like...
0: Right. And they had, like, backup. They had, like, shelter. They had... This man's just out here with a sniper rifle, and his word, he don't care.
1: Facts. And, like, he passed up the dogs. Like, I I died a few times to the dogs myself. Like... Which dogs? (laughs) Right? Because that was the
0: thing. Once they started introducing dogs, like, it was something I felt bad about because I have two dogs, and, but the dogs are the first one in every combat encounter to go
1: yeah they have to be they have to be because they they sniff you out and so it almost forces you to either outmaneuver them or take them out like you have those are the only choices you have
0: yeah like that was the one thing that and so the combat in this game i'll applaud it for you never feel truly safe it's oh, not weird. like a Gears of War or even an Uncharted where like you go into this combat arena and like you could push forward, but you could really just pop about this first little box you're under. But in The Last of Us, somebody will be right there to your right, and somebody will come in from behind you. It it shows the difference, especially in some of the like more urban scenes, so like or suburban. That's, like, the spots where I feel like that game was the most... So, like, I think it was Hillcrest where you were going through Mm -hmm. as Ellie and trying to, like, get through the wolves and, like, having dogs chasing you and everything. I feel like that felt the most like The Last of Us 1. But it really made it show how much better the gameplay is and how much better the sandbox design is. Where it's not you're going from yard to yard and each one, like you just get into the first piece of cover in the yard and kill everybody in the yard. It's oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're running around the whole neighborhood yeah. yard, to yard to yard, jumping fences, yeah. squeezing through like cracks in the wall.
1: Yeah. I, I actually, I definitely, like you said, I very much loved the, the gameplay. Like the gameplay to me was amazing. Cause you know, there were times where I was getting chased, um, you know, by one of the factions and you had to sneak through and then, once you got to the basically the endpoint the endpoint where you had to get by the factions you were able to close the door and you know and seal it off right but but it was always that that tension of right before like you had to like push open the door to get it open like that tension of them screaming behind you like hey i see her get her i'm just like oh shoot so the gameplay to me was amazing like i i very much enjoyed it
0: Yeah, so like, Kuma, I know you, last time I talked to you, you were on a Survival Plus playthrough. So Mm -hmm. I know for me, you're stuck about (laughs) where in the game. I'm like, man, I'm like, yo, I got all
2: my shit. I can come through and wreck. And like, I'm getting like one bullet every hour. Like, it's really. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Like,. Yeah, it's really hard to find shit. Like, you have to really rely on your dodge and your melee and stealth more opposed to your tools. Because... You ain't going to have me. no tools. Yeah, nah.
0: none. <laughs> nah. I mean, that's, it, that's interesting. That does sound like... So, I played on Normal and I just tweaked a couple of the little... Gameplay difficulty things. Mm-hmm. So I played through almost the entire LE segment and I was like okay I'm getting a little bit too few resources. Mm-hmm. So like, I couldn't make health packs and so like, I'd legitimately I was telling Kuma about it. I'd do a combat arena. Be like low health low bullets, low everything and just go into the next combat arena and get shot so mm-hmm. I could respawn with health. So I <laughs> upped my material drops Like, a little bit, and I downed enemy AI a little bit, just for, like, towards the end of the LE section, just for the sake of time. Um. And I'm kind of glad that I did that, especially for the Abby sections. Mm -hmm. Because listening to other reviews, people, like, complained, like, Abby is probably the weakest part of the game. Because, like, her guns don't feel as good, especially when you just kind of get dropped over. And so, you don't have any of the upgrades that you've been working on. You don't have any of the guns you've been working on. You don't have any of your attachments, any of your crafting right. recipes. But, like, I can say this. I was relying on Molotov.
2: I like I like beating Clicker's asses and, and, and fucking niggas up with her hands. Like, she got hands, though. Yo, That's I, what I say. <laughs> yo,
1: I, yo, I can't even... I can, I have to agree with you, man. I, yeah, the like, one... Th- I have to say, I hated the Abby, the, mm-hmm. uh, Abby story. I hated it. However... Playing with her though was Bro, was the like shits and Mike Tyson
2: like, DLC or some shit. Like,
1: yeah, she like is. when you hit these dudes, you hit these dudes. Like, yeah, I mean her arms. Like
0: every time they show Abby from this side, her arms, I just be like, yo, I'm never, ever, ever gonna get that jacked. Yo, I'm I told okay my girl she's that. bigger than me. Abby right. is
1: definitely bigger than me. And yeah. I'm a big nigger. Like, Abby will beat all of us. Like. <laughs> Yeah, Abby would kick my ass. I do not want to fight Abby. I do not. I repeat, do not want to fight Abby.
2: <laughs> but yeah, other than that, yeah, her story was pretty lackluster. Like, I don't know. It was, it was like you can kind of see it coming.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was one of the things people were saying that the structure of the game somewhat took away from the story. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you just played all of Ellie's section. And then or like did Seattle Day 1 Ellie, Seattle Day 1 Abby, Seattle Day 2 Ellie, Seattle Day 2 Abby to try and like juxtapose because it was like they gave you all of Ellie's story as quickly as possible. So like that somewhat felt rushed Mm -hmm. to me, especially towards the end, because it was just like, all right, hospital, all right, uh, aquarium, all right, theater. It wasn't really... While the Seattle section, day one for Ellie, felt great, like, having that open-world, expansive area, that which was they never amazing. brought
1: back. That was amazing. I thought, I... Honestly, after I finished that initial map section, I thought there was going to be more. I thought the next section, I, like, I was going to move to another area where there was going to be, like, places where you can go explore... Kill some I, clickers, I get some good too, shit. I that too,
2: but after I went to... I forgot which chapter or whatever you want to call it, but I tried to open my map
1: and I couldn't anymore. And then I figured, like, oh, that must yep. be it. Yeah. Yup. After you finish that section, after you finish that section, you can no longer open your map.
0: And then, so this was another thing, like, speaking of, like, not being able to open the map after the fact. So, first of all, I feel like they could have definitely at least given Abby a section like this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to travel through and just with Lev, like maybe even later on in the game to show like that relationship. Yeah, Because that's one thing like Abby for the most part was traveling by herself and she didn't like Dina wasn't like a wolf. Like everybody Abby traveled with was a wolf, was like a trained fighter or Mel, which Mel deserved to die. Like, (laughs) Like, maybe not her kid, but, like, dude, Mel was, like, the character I had so much of a serious problem with. Because it's just, like, she's just on the sidelines complaining about, like, Abby's really... She completed her mission. She's dealing with the stress of the fact, like, I've been training to kill this guy. I found him. I killed him. Mm -hmm. And so she's struggling with the aftermath of that. And then... Like, Abby's trying to turn over a new page, helping out Yara and Lev, and then Mel's just over in the corner complaining about everything she's doing. She's like, you're just a bad person. You're shit, like...
1: Hey, to be fair, Abby did fuck her dude. Like, like... The thing was, Abby, it was Abby's dude ahead of time. Yeah, that's what and i And fucked yeah, that her. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's true, but, but Mel was pregnant when...
2: And then he told her, like, he told her, too. He was like, hey, Mel's pregnant, so... And then she got mad and left. And then came back, like... I don't know, that's on her.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm not... This game showed me one thing, like, so I expected to go into this game and like i was feeling what abby was feeling like i enjoyed joel as a character like seeing him go the way he he did like all of that was one thing but this game showed me like even when they try and do this two sides at the end of this story i come out of it feeling like nobody's really better for having gone through any of this stuff that they went through in this game. Like, maybe Abby feels a sense of accomplishment, but... No!
1: And no, there's no way! There's no way at the end of this game Abby felt a sense of accomplishment. There's no way. Well, I mean, she... So I wouldn't say
2: she had a sense of accomplishment, but I say she's the winner overall.
0: Yeah, she like, definitely got out of it like Because yeah,
1: like Ellie should have killed her. Okay, so we, uh, <laughs> Yeah, let yeah, let let's let, probably we should probably let's put talk some more about the ending. Yeah,
0: yeah. we could talk about the ending because I feel like that is the most divisive part of this entire game. So the ending, you basically Tommy where I thought the game ended was the farm. Like, I was texting people, like, oh, I'm done. Like, cool, we wrapping this up. Like, I was about to go record the podcast. Like, we're at the farm. I'm walking around with the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, gathering the sheep, doing, having PTSD flashbacks. I'm thinking this is the end of the game. And it's going to leave there. But then, so Tommy comes to Ellie and says, we've tracked down Abby. You got to go find her and kill her. Even though Tommy should be dead. And I blame him entirely for this last portion of the game. Because Ellie, I feel like deep down didn't want to go find Abby.
1: I, I don't she, know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I think she did. Honestly, I think those flashbacks she started to realize that she wanted she wanted that revenge for Joel. Like she she wholeheartedly could not let it die.
0: I mean, at this point, what she's she found the person she was looking for. The person she was looking for could have killed her. Mm-hmm. Lev legitimately saved Ellie's life. Ellie yes. is now off living her best life. This yes. is a zombie apocalypse. And she posted up chilling. And so she's legitimately out here in the best case scenario. And she throws it all away to go after, like, go after somebody who
1: already had the chance to like, right curb there. stomp you into the floor. That right there. That is it right there. You've explained it. You explain why this, like, why the game ended for me at that point when when, El- when Ellie decided that she was going to go back and find Abby after everything that happened she like Dina was good her kid was good Ellie was good right. like like out there I was that just you're like, on a
0: farm you got food you got like you have a normal semblance no. of life something you never had and if you, and if you think had. about it
1: if you think about it she essentially unknowingly had her victory she had her victory right. she had Dina she had the baby she was cool And where was Abby? Abby was being enslaved. That woman was being enslaved and hung on a pole. Like, she had everything. She was done. Right. That was the thing. She never...
0: Even though when the information Tommy gave Ellie was before she had gotten caught by the Rattlers. Because remember... Oh,
1: yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right.
0: It was like... The information... When once Abby was caught by the rattlers mm-hmm. and hung up and enslaved and all of that, that was there was no Absolutely. way for Ellie to I'm... know any of that. Yeah. But for me I feel like that last sequence, like I don't know if you guys have beat Nier Automata, but I feel like oh, I the I last have. fight should have been the last fight of Nier. Yep. Pick your side and go. Yep. And I totally would have gone Abby and, like, murdered Ellie and yep. gotten that. That would have been my ending. Yeah. Because I have got to the point, I'm like, yo, Ellie, you wasted everything. For what? For what?
1: So, I, one, one of I my biggest
2: is gripes. Abby
1: won. Oh, go ahead. Nah, you good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I agree with you. Like, because... Abby basically she she left with Lev, right? Yeah, she left with Lev. Yep. And like now, she goes off to freedom.
0: Well, trying to find the Fireflies, right?
1: Because she was still following the k- clues from right. back
0: when. Uh, but she
1: had, but they she con they they contacted each other, so she knows she's on her way there. She knows they're good, so she has, like you said, she has the best ending. She was saved. She got her ass whooped a bit, but you know, all in all, she's alive. Lev's alive, and they're going right. to go visit, They're going to go to the Fireflies.
0: Do you think that that leaves room for a Last of Us Part Three, or do you? Because after the Last of Us Part One, like if you asked me what I wanted, I wouldn't have said a sequel. And now getting the Last of Us Part Two, I feel like the quality of The Last of Us Part 2 isn't to the quality of The Last of Us Part One as an overall package, in my opinion, especially not having multiplayer, because I, like, actually enjoyed factions. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. And so, like, I just feel like this... While this was an incredible game, like, a generation-defining game, like, Shoney sewing... Shoney? Sony showing why you should like, get a PlayStation for these mm-hmm. AAA high-quality exclusives,
2: yeah.
0: I don't feel like A Last of Us Part Three. like, they did leave the threads there of Ellie did walk off. I mean, did it, it could off.
2: be a three. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think a DLC would be more justified than a, a whole third game. I don't know. Well, so the thing, if they were to
0: do a DLC, what I'd really want, out of the DLC would be more information about Ellie's mom. Like, I remember in a lot of the promotional material, like, that's something coming out of The Last of Us Part 1 that we didn't know what was going on with Ellie's mom. Mm -hmm. Like, we knew her and Marlene and the Fireflies, and we knew certain things, but I feel like Ellie's mom was such a major part of the story of the first game that... Mm -hmm. Not getting anything about her. Like, except for the letter... Like, at the beginning of the game... Where it's still... It's just the same letter from the first game. That... Not get... If I got a DLC, I'd want to know. Because I've just been wanting to know... More about Ellie's mom. Like, I don't feel the need to see if... You know, maybe Ellie left the farm to go back to Jackson... To find Dina in the end. Like, I don't particularly want to see... The Adventures of Levin Abbey, the Fireflies. Like, <laughs> exactly,
1: and that's assuming that you know Dina even went back to Jackson. You know, right? Like, and
0: that's that is something like there are interesting things about answering that story or answering those questions, but I still feel like it wouldn't be worth it. Like it left on a powerful note, like yeah. when Ellie. Too many similar names. When Ellie went to find Abby and basically turned her back on Dina. And then Dina just left the house and put Mm -hmm. everything in the closet. I feel like that was showing this is what revenge gets you. Because I'm sure everybody who played that game felt that where Ellie should have stayed and should have belonged. Like that last Mm -hmm. section. I don't even know if there's a way they could have improved that last section. Because for me, like, I was enjoying the game through and through. Like, every... uh, All these combat encounters, like, I'm making my way through the game. I don't have any, like, glaring issues with the game. And then Tommy comes to the house, and I find my issue of, like... Oh, so Ellie's willing to do whatever. That I don't... And I mean, it's not like it's a Fallout game, or it's a, you know like a game where your choices are what really matters. But I feel like the narrative they told some of the choices that they, like people were making choices throughout the entire game that I'm like, I wouldn't have done that if I were <laughs> Yeah. And then like, so like certain things like going to save Yara and Yara like she died right after you saved her. So it was like almost entirely pointless. Like if, Abby and Lev just stuck together and Mm -hmm. let Yara die. They could have gone... They were already in Seattle, so they could have just gone straight to where Ellie was instead of doing that entire, like, all of day three of Abby was almost completely unrelated to day three of Ellie. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, well, we can go over here.
1: I I wasn't shocked that Lev died, or uh, that, um... Yara. Yara. Yara died, but... I I felt like it was going to be one of them. I felt like it was either going to be Lev or Yar. I knew one of them was. Yeah, because I felt I, I kind of attached too much. I'm like, okay, so they
2: getting attached. Somebody gonna have to go. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, but I remember going into the game. A lot of the theories was Dina was going to die, and that's what was going to, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of the misleading trailers, where like when Jesse, like snuck up behind Ellie and like grabbed her mouth to hide her from the wolves and in the trailers they were showing that that was Joel and it just seemed like they were going to kill Dina and while I'm glad Dina didn't die she was one of the best characters in the entire game facts I didn't feel like anything that I could have predicted going into the game like I did not see Joel's death coming like fortunately I wasn't spoiled like so I was glad I was able to go in with that, and I just felt like I am along for this ride. And there have been enough twists and turns along the way that
1: Tommy survived. That is <laughs> like so twi- many- like two encounters, two encounters that he should have died in. He survived, but then again, so did Ellie. So yeah. I mean, but she's all. But she's Ellie didn't like, get yeah. shot
0: in the face.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's true.
0: It's That's usually true. a one way ticket no matter who you are or what you're doing. Like, but if you get, if you're on the ground, somebody's standing over you and shoots you in the face. Yeah. You're not expected to show up at a house three years later. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, yeah. I for sure thought he died. I thought he died, died. Like, uh,
2: same here. I think I paused it for like I, a, I, a second and had to like process. I'm like, damn, not Tommy. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but this nigga came back. I'm like, the shit was like more and more like an anime I'm like (laughs) that shit was crazy bro.
1: right it
0: started off super realistic and then kind of went like it's like all right, you're bringing me along like it's believable it's believable and then after a certain point it's just like once you pretty much stopped fighting infected a lot of the like suspension of disbelief started to go away for me
1: oh yeah
0: Like, when you're on the island and you're just fighting wolves and seraphites, by that point, I was like, all right, I'm done with this game. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like there wasn't wasn't anything. Like, I didn't agree. Like, I could get Ellie trying to find Abby. And then I could get Abby trying to find Ellie after. Mm -hmm. But then, like, once you have a clean break from that and you do a time skip, that should have been it.
1: Yeah. Thanks.
0: so there are a couple sections i wanted to talk to you guys about that for me were some of the most striking sections so one thing that was really interesting was seattle day one is abby going through the stadium i feel like that was probably and i know it wasn't super complex like all the seats weren't filled but as far as an environment in the game, that was one of the most striking environments to me. As far as yo, this just this game looks amazing. This oh, game yeah. looks unreal in the level of polish that they're putting into. Like a lot of other places were like kind of dark and drab and shadows, and like you're rushing through a lot to try and like either do a combat encounter or like continue on the story. But that was one. A lot of the spots where they take it slow like the flashbacks with Joel and Ellie and the flashbacks with Abby and her dad I feel like a lot of those slower segments of the game Mm -hmm. show off the game in a lot better light than the action pack sections but on the other side the other moment I wanted to talk about was the hospital that was ground zero
1: Mm, Okay.
0: so For you guys... I don't know... One of the ways I've been getting people who kind of wrote this game off... To be interested in this game is... It's a survival horror game. Like, it's legitimately more scary than The Last of Us Part 1... Overall. Like... Mm. There were way more jump scares... And I feel like the hospital scene was one of the most stressful... Like, because... Everybody's popping out the wall... And then you fight the Rat King... which I didn't know they called it a rat king until after I beat the game. And I'm like, that is the perfect name for that type of. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Facts.
2: Yeah. What freaked me out the most was, I think like, I don't know. I was fighting them in like a piece of them, peeled off and crawled off. And in the back of my mind, I'm still fighting dude, but like, I know they're trying to make me forget about it, but I didn't forget about it. And I'm like, hold on. Where is this nigga? Like,
0: (laughs) well it wasn't attacking you so for me like what would happen it popped up on me
2: a a little while after i killed the whole big thing
0: yeah well i think that part was scripted because of how it played out where you go up in the roof and it like gets you and then you fall back down and got to kill it Mm. like i feel like that part was like scripted but in the fight against the rat king itself after it peeled off just where I was in the combat. Like, my checkpoint was probably in the worst spot possible to do that fight.
1: Mm.
0: Because I had the wrong guns, like, in my holsters. So, like, I think I had, like, the bow and the long gun, and I needed, like, the shotgun. And then I had the hunting rifle and my silence pistol, but I just needed. I needed to take that silencer off some and just problem. go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so. Yeah, my checkpoint, the the stalker peeled off and went and was still attacking me. So, like, the Rat King would run up on me, shoot some spores, and then that thing would come out of nowhere and just start swinging on me. So, you never experienced any of that, Kuma?
2: Not during the boss fight, no.
0: Okay, so, yeah. It after, was, I remember that,
2: after the fact, I do remember... No, I was creeped out by stalkers after the fact because I was, like, not looking directly at them. I would cut my light off sometimes in dark places because I can kind of see better, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, it, without it all the stops glare.
0: your eyes from focusing. Yeah, yeah, and
2: um, I don't know. You'll just see their heads, like, around the corner, and then it'll go back. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit was, like, the creepiest part for me in the game, <laughs> just, like, being watched and knowing I was being watched.
0: Yeah. The stalkers and then the seraphites, like up until they really started talking, like it would have been way cooler for me if the seraphites barely talked and yeah. only communicated with the whistles.
1: Those dude, those whistles would creep me the hell out. Like, yeah, they they got they got me on that one. Cause I, so when I was playing The Last of Us 2, I was playing only in my headphones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically I was catching you know the whistles in the you know my left ear or like the whistles in my right ear, and so like that immersiveness was uh was better for me because you know it actually did feel like I was trying to listen to their whistles and find out where they were at yeah
0: for for me like the stalkers the reason I didn't enjoy the stalkers is because they would jump you it's oh, like yeah. Especially if I'm trying to conserve ammo and I I see one just kind of chilling out like it hasn't noticed me yet, I'm gonna run around that corner and hit him with a two by four. But then I turn around and there are three on me. Right, yeah. and so, then they got
2: that defensive whatever the fuck move, the little counter they do. So
0: yeah, that's the one that was interesting. The melee combat in the game was. They did a lot of really interesting things where I felt like contextually in a lot of these fights, there were times where I'd hit L1 and Abby would just kind of do like a lean back that Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not really going to protect you in a fist fight, but you (laughs) the contextualness of, and I mean, this has just been gifts on Twitter nonstop. Like I'm seeing more and more things that I didn't even know you could do in the game as far as hand to hand combat. Like, I didn't know when you get knocked down or, like, when you're prone, mm-hmm. you can, sl- like, prone, you can, like, flip onto your back and slide back so you can still shoot while laying on the ground mm-hmm. with the handgun. Which, the entire time I played the game, I didn't know that. And I saw somebody do it in a gif and was just like, yeah. shit, I gotta go back. Yeah, my second playthrough,
2: you could do that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, my second playthrough, I found out you can do uh, aerial attacks. Um. What else? Well, oh. yeah.
0: I mean, for me, I kind of treated it like Uncharted. Like, if I had mm-hmm. the advantage, I'm definitely jumping on you, and I know like something I do is gonna kill you on the oh, way yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So I definitely spent a lot of time doing that because that, for me, like a lot of the Uncharted games is legitimately just get up as high as you can and jump off and kill as many people with the one hit air combo that you can. <laughs> Alright, so like what was your favorite game, part of the game, Justin? Like what is your segment that stood out the most to you?
1: Uh mine would definitely be uh Seattle Day One with uh Ellie. The that open was, world section. Yeah, that that was the most fun for me in the game was that part. Uh and like I said, I was I was very sad when I never got it again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it would have been great. And then, like some of the scenes in that, like the music store scene, is probably that's the scene I've
1: rewatched the most. Yeah, the music store was dope.
0: Uh, Kuma, what was like your favorite segment? Because now you've had have a say, lot
2: more. Yeah, I have to say that one—the open world section, well, See the everyone? open area section. Yeah. Um, but I think. I want to also say the uh the part where you go after Nora, chasing Nora through the hospital.
1: Mm, yeah. That, that was, was that dope. yeah, that was
2: cool. Uh, and the so Tommy fight was pretty reminds- fire. I don't know, man. It's hard to pick, but out oh, of yeah. those three, the Tommy fight and the hospital. Mm.
0: Well, so, how do you guys feel? So, they did play with switching perspectives. And something I thought they'd do that they never really did. And I feel like it could have put some of the things that Ellie was doing into a bit more context. Like, when she actually chased her, like, you see her hit her with a pipe. Like, I think that's the one time they give you a button prompt to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, every other time that you kill like a named character as far as like story purposes it's in a cutscene, so you don't really have the agency but the one time they had they made you hit square to like hit her with the pipe Mm -hmm. was the one time i'm like oh they're actually doing because like games like god of war in god of war 3 where they you had the first person like poseidon and you just see kratos like punching your face in and like stomping you into the side of this building yeah I feel like The Last of Us could have used some of those segments to kind of emphasize, like, when it just cut away, like, you hit Square, hit her with the pipe, and then it cuts away, and it just goes to Ellie talking to Dina after the fact.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like it would have been a much more, like, strong reaction. Like, the boss fight, boss fight of Ellie versus Abby in the theater where you Mm -hmm. had to move around and you had to use your environment, and Mm -hmm. it actually felt like, Every hit you were getting in, every time you had a chance to, like, attack Ellie as Abby, it felt earned. And so, I just feel like they were kind of hesitant with that. And I feel like that would have been a mechanic they could have used more. Because it was effective when they used it. But I just didn't feel like they used it enough. And in the parts where it was most effective.
2: Yeah, they could have. Because
0: honestly, killing. I can never remember the dude's name. Uh, The dude that was with Mel. Owen.
1: Owen, yeah. Oh, Owen, yep. Owen, yeah.
0: Yep. Owen and Mel, when you went into the uh, aquarium as Ellie, I feel like that could have been a thing because this is somewhere they're familiar with. This is somewhere... Yeah, but I feel like the aquarium scene with Ellie going to kill... Owen, I keep wanting to call her Yara. Mel, Mel. and Owen, yeah. yeah, going in there, and they could have used that somewhere that these people have been holed up for however long they've been there, and they, like Owen, has been going back and forth to this. I think for like at least a year at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think you'd have some sort of defenses, especially like Ellie straight up rolled up on the front door, <laughs> made noise trying to open the front door definitely and then had to go all the way around the building which every door you walked up to you knew it was going to be locked yeah or you were going to have to hold down triangle every single door in that video game was either you're going going to hold down triangle because infected are nearby and we need to give them a chance to get catch up to you or it's going to be locked because people are here and you're going to have to jump through a window and fight somebody exactly but yeah i feel like that could have been a lot more engaging of a section and i know that people who've lived in seattle say that that was kind of a every time you went there when you went there or where you went to the convention center it was kind of a thing of these are these real life places yeah. right yeah and seeing it in that context works for people who have been to those places but for someone like me where i've never been to seattle like i've been i think the farthest west i've been is like iowa and so I don't have the context for those places and I feel like they were kind of underutilized like the museum in the flashback with Joel and Ellie was a lot more realized than Mm -hmm. the aquarium in modern day I feel like the aquarium in modern day could have been two rooms and it would have been better off than it (laughs) turned out being
1: I I actually agree with that I think um, I think they could have made it better. I mean I, I I enjoyed it visually though. I felt like everything visually looked fantastic, but like like I like I definitely agree with you. I feel like the aquarium was under underutilized.
0: Yeah. It, there were just a lot of interesting things that could have happened, like if there were fish in the tank and someone were to shoot a tank and have all of the fish and the water come through the room. Like there were so many opportunities like i was honestly expecting something crazy off the wall cool to happen there
2: yes I and am.
0: it never really happened
2: yeah
0: and then did we ever find that one kid or was that the kid that owen was trying to protect when he basically left the wolves the kid that draw had all the drawings around the museum oh and max, had like a little cord. Oh. yeah max
2: mm-hmm. i don't think so
0: did we? I don't think we ever found that kid. No, and I don't I, think we ever found him. That's another one of those loose ends of like, well, like the Last of Us One didn't feel like it was planning to set things up for Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. but the Last of Us Part Two, there are a lot of things that it feels like they're setting up for Last of Us Part Three. Right. All right. So, I think one of the last few things I want to get. From you guys is just like Overall I don't want to say number Score but like where on this Game is Hype considered like negative People on the internet considered How do you feel like this game Hit you overall like It could be Extremely powerful it's like It was a good game but The story wasn't there or like How did it strike you guys individually
2: start so I start off I say like overall I wouldn't say ten out of ten. I say about like since of the story, I say about a eight probably. Eight, eight and a half. But Okay. I don't the more I go back to it and try to, you know, play on new game plus I'm I'm considering and like it's just a one and done type thing. Like you play it, you get the story, the experience and it's really no reason to go back to it besides photo mode, in my opinion. So, <laughs>
0: which I'm glad uh, they didn't have a photo mode. I think day one in Spider-Man or God of War, and they like got added like soon after release. I'm mm-hmm. glad that this game day one out the box just straight yeah. up had the photo mode built in.
1: Yo, because that scene really beautiful. Like if there were times where I would just randomly pan. And we'll just see something crazy. The lighting, bro, yeah. Like, almost any any shot could be a
2: screenshot. Like, this is Mm -hmm. crazy. Exactly.
0: Especially, like, when you were out in the open as Ellie, like, in Jackson in the mountains. Yeah. Those, seeing the mountains off in the distances, through the trees, and just all of the things that that game did with the scenery. You're right, Yeah. Photo mode was a must out of that game. It's not as... And I'm sure there are a lot of great ways to get action shots out of the game. Because there Mm -hmm. are so many times where you are engaged in combat. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a superhero game. So like Spider-Man... Spider-Man using powers and suits and stuff. You could do a lot of really cool stuff. And I remember the first game that I really spent time with the photo mode in it. Was Infamous Second Son. Which... Mm-hmm. Which is particle effects, the video game, and so yeah, <laughs> you're not having as much of this, but there are a lot of times where you could take a screenshot out of this game of like a couple people in an area and be like, "This is something going on in 2020." And I'm sure if you posted it to Twitter and it's like, "2020 is crazy, y'all," it'd yeah. get some retweets. <laughs> oh right.
1: yeah, it would probably explode. Um, as far as me. I- So, like I said, I really very much enjoyed the gameplay, but I was very much looking forward to the story of The Last of Us 2. Um, So, I'd have to give it probably like a five and a half.
0: Five and a half. Yeah, so, just because the story, like, you were... Everybody was anticipating, like, one of the greatest stories of all time. Yeah. And that's why, like, going into The Last of Us, we're just like, oh, it's a... New IP from Naughty Dog. Like, let's see what's going on. And then it caught everybody off guard. But this one, it's literally the game of last generation is getting a sequel that nobody knew was coming. And Mm -hmm. so now we have expectations because The Last of Us Part 1. And that's why I feel like The Last of Us Part 3 is because we're having expectations set now based off the quality of this game. That if they decide to do a Last of Us Part 3... I feel like that game will be hurt even more yeah. by the perception of like, okay well, the last now, of Us part one was one of the best games of all time. The Last of Us part two was a great game. like if it isn't better than the last of Us part two in almost every way, it still won't be held on the same regard like on the same pedestal as the last of Us part one. like I feel right. like it'll be up there with like Uncharted two maybe like yeah. it, could, it still has potential to be a great game. But I feel like expectations are going to work against it even more if that's what ends up happening.
1: So my, my whole thing was, uh, in regards to the story, was the fact of, like, when Joel died, it was, one, I was kind of upset because right before Joel dies, you Joel is basically rescuing his killer. Because, remember, she was going to die because she was getting sworn by the Horde. And she met Joel, and Joel was like, hey, we're good. Like, come on, let's go. And because of Joel is is why she survived. A few moments later, basically, (laughs) Joel dies because of that fact.
0: Well, like, that was a great moment in the game was when Joel and Tommy walk into the room with everybody. Yeah. And he's like... And everybody reacts to him saying he's Joel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that moment was like a, one of those oh shit moments of like this storytelling working really well. And then I'm trying to think. I was just looking at something that made me remember another one of those, uh, like the scene underground where you're there are spores, and I think uh, Ellie's mask is broken by this point.
2: Oh, and Dina's and like your mask. And you're
0: in. Yeah. And then you go through the area with all the clickers and they're like the red lights and the spores floating through the air. And then they're like the lights off the wolves, guns, like combat sections like that.
1: Yeah. Where they played
0: with the lighting and the environment.
1: No, the combat was great. The combat was fabulous. Like I, I, I definitely had. So basically I stopped wanting to play the game about halfway through. Like I was really intrigued. Like even with Joel dying, I was upset about Abby. You know, I was a set at Abby. Um, but it wasn't until they made you and forced you to play as Abby that just kind of. I was just like, wait, wait, you want me to now try to come to terms with this character that killed, like, my pops? Like, right. what's, like what's going on, man? Like, it's like-, like
0: if Balder killed Kratos and then you got to go play as Balder for the. <laughs>
1: yeah you're just like wait what but I felt like if they would have if Joel died at the end like if that's how they ended it you know where like basically you play the story as uh, uh, as Abby you know and then you play the story as Ellie but you know you I feel like you need the perspective of Abby first because, at, because at the, if you go through Ellie then it just looks like
0: Right. There were a lot of things that seemed mindless that they tried to make you regret, but it's yeah. like mm. I was just progressing through your game. Like they made, like the Vita girl when you talked to her mm-hmm. on Seattle Day 1 as Abby. Right, after you'd like, already oh, killed her. Well, yeah. yeah, after yeah. And the dog and all that stuff. It's like it's trying to make you feel bad, but at no point did I feel bad about the things I was doing because yeah. I was playing as Ellie, like, we were on this revenge mission. Like, part of me wouldn't have even, like, in the first place, left Jackson, like, just me and Dina. Mm -hmm. Because it would have, I would have been like, all right, we got to roll up, like, let's get the troops. It was this many of them. At the very least, we need the same amount of people as them if we're going to roll up on them like this. Because you're leaving your home turf, going to their home turf trying to hunt them down like as individual people and i for me it's, it's just
1: oh you think it's too logical man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like to be fair <laughs>
0: I'm sure Ellie wasn't thinking logically. No after... she was not. <laughs>
1: she was like well, yo my pops died i'm out. <laughs> Let's go.
0: But i would have i would have had to gather some forces. I would have had to do something.
1: Man. Dude, I I don't know. I I'd probably be on Ellie's tip, man. If 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 somebody killed Joel and Joel was my 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 pops, my surrogate pops, I I I'd be upset too. Yeah. Especially because after you finish the story, you realize that after all the crap that they had gone through, they had they were just starting to get
0: right. Like, and that was one of the interesting things because they took a long time between like the last. There was a good chunk of time between the second to last flashback and the last flashback mm-hmm. and so it was late in the game that they finally showed the barn scene that Jeez. they promoted ahead of time oh, i thought bro, they had shit cut made it me cry bro like it, and when they brought it back i really thought the last words ellie ever said to joel was i don't need you yep and so like that really had that helped carry the game a bit more especially towards the end for me because if Ellie's last words to Joel really were, I don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and dies like the next day. That would have been insane. And it was the next day, right? Because they do I'm jump around sure. yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was the next day. But I think it was, yeah, yeah the next day. Yeah, it was the day. next day.
1: It was the next day. <laughs> it was the next day. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> it was the next day. That was horrible. Like, I couldn't, like, I would understand why you would want revenge at that point. Like, yeah, you know you're trying to get back what was taken from you, even though revenge. Obviously, they basically the the end of the story is revenge brings you nothing. Right. Like if I
0: ever were to lose you.
1: Yeah, dude, bro, and if Ellie lost everything at the end. Yeah, she lost her. Remember, she lost her two her, her two fingers, so she can't play she guitar play anymore.
0: She probably can't paint or draw or do any of the other things because, like, her journal throughout the game, she was constantly drawing, like, writing song lyrics, like, doing stuff like yeah. that. You're not really writing music anymore if you can't play guitar anymore. Like, it's not like in the post-apocalypse there are bands that you could be a ghostwriter for or anything <laughs> right. like that. But
1: <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. She literally lost everything. That's sad. She lost Joel. She lost Dina. She lost the baby. She lost her fingers. She didn't get revenge, really, because she let the girl go. Right. That was so, yeah. so. How
0: did you? How did you guys feel? Like she went all this way. She threw away everything. Like when you left that house, you knew like you're not coming back here. Like I was surprised they did use it effectively. Like when you go back and everything's gone and all your stuff's in one room. Yeah. yeah. And then you sit down to try and play the guitar. Like th- all of that was effective, but.
2: I just feel like it would have been more like, effective if she killed Abby than it would have been. She would have got yeah. something out of some some kind of closure. But, like, you lost everything. You know, like he said, no fingers. You Only thing you got is the shit that remind you of Joel, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, she said, I right. don't know. She like, came back to a still room be that was flashbacks legitimately... and shit Like, PTSD, like, it's going to haunt her, like.
0: No, I think that flashback she had when she was drowning Abby where you see the last words between mm -hmm. her and Joel was what like really was the switch to be like, okay, well, I can't kill her. So I'm going to focus on like, I think she's going to go try and rebuild her life. I think Ellie like realized everything. That's why she even went back to the farm in the first place was because she didn't. Kill Abby, and she, I think she's gonna go try and find Dina and yeah. explain to Dina that like, look, she's alive. I let her go. Like, I did things that I'm not proud of, but and in she's the like, look, end, I
1: lost my fingers too. Yeah, <laughs> I, just,
0: I almost made a horrible joke that would not have fit. I <laughs> <at, laughs>
1: coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all thought it, but no one's gonna say it. Don't do <laughs> we Yeah. Do that.
0: Um. But yeah, so do you guys have any one more thing before we wrap? I feel like we had a good little spoiler cast, good little piece of content. We're able to get out some of the things. Like, I haven't really been able to talk to too many other people who have beat the game. Yeah, so, sense. like, I just wanted to have an opportunity to, like, sit down with some other people who played through the game. And, like, just, you know, talk about The Last of Us Part too.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, For I'll, me, I, I can say. Oh, go ahead, bro. No, nah, I
2: said I don't got nothing, man. Appreciate you having you me got on.
1: Mm-mm. Um, for me, I would say uh, definitely play The Last of Us Two. Like if yeah. you play The Last of Us One, if you want to, you know, if you really, like we said at the beginning, uh, if you really want to have, you know, some context into, you know, what everyone else is saying about the game, just play it. Play the yeah. game. Have your own thoughts. Uh, you know, make your own determinations about it. But um, like right. I said, for me, I felt like the story was lackluster, but the gameplay was great.
0: All right. Remember, you guys can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. Well, I guess you could pretty much just follow me there, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. dot <laughs> com. Justin, where can people find you? Uh,
1: you can find me at uh, at Ninja Twenty Three anywhere, and um, at Rusty Rupees uh, and Rusty Rupees on Twitter. With two Y's, cause Twitter's some hoes.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're cheesy controller without the last E on Twitter and Instagram. So like, yeah, uh, Twitter Twitter handles the screwing up podcast left and right. Twitter Kuma, handles be like. Where can people find you? You can
2: find me everywhere um, at Akuma Every streaming platform, every social media platform.
0: So yeah, check them out. All right, this has been an Akuma Santi production. Until next time, keep it cheesy.